Dad podcast, a conversation where you join David and Reese at the table as they talk about the many questions of life, whether you're in the car, at the gym, or just distracting yourself from being productive. Why don't you pull up a chair? We're glad you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hey Dad podcast, where you join us at the table as we talk about the many questions of life. I'm Reese. And I'm David. He's my dad. And we're going to go ahead and jump in with the question of the day. So, Father, a monumentous occasion has occurred this fall. That's true. The first Middle Earth themed show. Yeah. It's called Rings of Power. It's the most expensive show to have ever been aired. Wow. Um, it is number one. It's by far. It's like twice as much as any other show that has ever existed. It is called The Rings of Power. And I need to know. I have to know. I got to know. <laughs> How do you feel about it? This yeah. far. Yeah, I've, I've watched three episodes. I'm behind two. In fact, I might watch one of them tonight. Um, to me, I like the feel of it. I think they've done an incredible job yeah. creating the world. You can tell they spent money. Yeah. And and I think it's been well done. Each one's like a movie, man. Yeah. They're like 70 it's, minutes a pop. Yeah. They're, they're really movie-like. And, and to me, that shows a dedication to it. Um, I don't know a lot of the behind-the-scenes lore, so... I don't really get into those arguments as much with people. I like the, to me, the overall feel of the show has a Lord of the Rings feel. So far, I mean, I've only done the first three. You know who's good. You pretty much know who's bad. You know, and I'm sure there'll be plot twists and people who will betray and all that. But I like a show that's like that because that's what Lord of the Rings was like. Mm. These are the good guys. These are the bad guys. You know. The bad guys, I mean, the good guys weren't perfect. They had their flaws, but they're generally good. And and to me, that's what I wanted. I didn't want a show that kind of tried to mix it or kind of get away from what Tolkien did. You know, are some of the characterizations and these little things there? Yeah, I mean, you could nitpick anything. But I think overall, and I was very hesitant going yeah. into it. I was worried they were going to make it you know, politically correct and do all that. And I just, I almost didn't even want to watch it because I was scared, I guess, because I love Lord of the Rings so much. But so far, I've enjoyed it. I've liked the feel of it. You know, sometimes I've been like, I don't know, I don't know. But man, when they, like you helped me with some of it, just the feel of it, the look of it, you know, they put a lot into it. And and so far, I've enjoyed it for what it is. Mm -hmm. It's a great show. Um, for that so far and and I think overall I would be a fan yeah man you said something so important right there I would enjoy it for what it is yeah I okay I'm gonna go ahead and let everybody know I'm a fan of the show I yeah. like it and I am a Lord of the Rings nerd I'm a, yeah. I'm a Middle Earth nerd I know a good bit of the lore mm-hmm. I don't know everything I'm yeah. not one of the people that has read through the Cimmerillion a ton or anything yeah. like that uh, but I can say, I, man, they they gave they went all out with it. Yeah, they gave it their all. Mm-hmm. They went hard with it. Yeah, and, you know they really, I mean, not just with the money, but with the time and the effort. And I can tell, knowing some of the lore, mm-hmm. how hard they worked to weave that 
into their story. Yeah. They were really trying to set it in the second age. And the, the truth is, I knew from the get-go there were going to be some people that will never be happy with the show because yeah. they want it to be copy-paste Lord of the Rings movies as a show. That's true. Which doesn't even exist. No, Even if happen. Peter Jackson, right after he made Lord of the Rings, decided to make a show with the exact same cast, it would still be different. Yeah. Um, because, one, it's a show. Mm-hmm. But then here, in this particular case, this is during the Second Age. Yeah, it's a different time. It, totally. It's literally thousands of years before... Middle Middle Earth even gets to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's way before any of that, and so the world's different. Like the hobbits weren't around at the time. Yeah, they have some characters in there that are like precursors of hobbits. Mm-hmm. But if they included hobbits in the Shire, it wouldn't have been accurate. No, if they had made it Lord of the Rings 2.0, it would not have been true to yeah. Middle Earth. And so, I think people that are kind of naysayers are probably people that just wanted it to be Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And for me, I enjoyed it for what it was. Mm-hmm. I like it so far. I've really enjoyed it. As long as they just don't do anything stupid with it, yeah. I'm going to be a big fan. And yeah. I'm going to try and convince everyone that's not to be a fan. Yeah. Because uh, I can tell they worked hard on it. Mm-hmm. They really did. And it's a fun story. And I'm just glad to be back in Middle Earth, man. I know. It's true. It's happy to be to be back in there. I just need them to make a really cool open world RPG game <laughs> for the second age. There you go. I'll be doing it. Going to Numenor. Okay. So this is going to be part two of our yeah. conversation about the tension between our belief and faith in God and his goodness mm-hmm. and then walking through grief walking through mourning, walking through pain, really, because these principles kind of apply to both. Yeah. So to start off the second half, Mm -hmm. I would ask a question you mentioned last time, because I'm curious to hear your response. How can a loving God Mm -hmm. who is all powerful allow so much pain in the world? Yeah, it's, you know, it is one of those questions people have wrestled with forever um you know the 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 quick answer when you look at it um, he did not want us to have this world he created a perfect world and he did put one thing in that world and that was choice Mm -hmm. and the reason he did that is because you can't have real love without choice Mm -hmm. you just can't So people say, well, why did he put the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in there? Because real love demands a choice. Mm -hmm. Like when two people get married, they make a choice, you and no other. That's a choice. Yeah. And so he put that tree in there. Now, here's the deal. He told them they could eat from any of the trees. So it wasn't like he was trying to keep their fun away from them. They could eat from every tree in the garden except one. Mm Mm-hmm. And that one was just a way to, hey, choose me, not yourself. But in order to have choice, you have to have the consequences of choice. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. They created the the world we live in by choosing wrong. Mm -hmm. So it brought sin into the world, messed everything up. So we are living in a messed up world. Mm -hmm. It's not God's original design. Mm -hmm. And that's where we have to understand that even though we chose wrong, though, and one of the beautiful stories of Scripture is God still had mercy, mm-hmm. had grace, and did a lot for us 
to fix the problem. Yeah. And that's the thing we have to understand. We think God made it. No, he didn't. We did. We made the choice. He told us not to. Yep. But we brought that choice in, and that's why there's so much pain, destruction in the world, um, because of our choice and our continued choice over the centuries. Because if there's one thing people do, they do stupid stuff. Yeah. And, and we've done it for centuries. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. And that's a very good answer on the meta level mm-hmm. of like, I tell this to my friends that go through grief. Yeah. Part of the reason why lo- losing someone to death is so hard mm-hmm. is because death was not an original part of God's design. It's a great point. Originally, yeah, God created humans to eat from the tree of life and live forever. Yeah. That was what he wanted for them. Yeah. However they chose the way of death. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, James says it like this. He says, sin, when it's full grown, leads to death. Yeah. What is sin? Sin is by definition, anything that misses the mark of what God has designed and desired. Yeah. Right? So when we go outside of the way God designed life to be, which as you said earlier, very insightful, eat from any tree in the garden. He has, like, it's not like he's got a specific line that if you don't walk the line, you're dead, buddy. Yeah. It's like he's got this whole playground for you to just go. He just said, don't go into the street. And what did we do? We went right into the street. Right into it. And that's that's what eating the fruit was the equivalent of. Yeah. And that is not God's fault. No. So we cannot blame him no. for this. We can't blame him. Um, I guess the other perspective I would want to share with our listeners is remember that when it comes to grief, you have the same choice as Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Adam and Eve had the way of life, the tree of life, yeah. which is God's way. Mm-hmm. They also had the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, yeah. which by definition is going and trying to craft your own version of good and evil. Yeah. We have to be careful that we choose God's way and don't try and go to our own way. We've mm-hmm. talked about it in previous episodes, but running from pain is a good example of taking it into our own hands because yeah. we have now defined everything that is painful is evil everything that feels good is good yeah and that does not lead to long-term healing no and not everything that feels good is good in exactly. the long term exactly yeah um same thing as ignoring a problem mm-hmm. you know having problems is evil yeah. therefore i'm going to pretend like there's no problem yeah also hurts you in the long run. It does. And it's outside of God's design. Yeah. So what we're encouraging you guys to do is not only keep in perspective that this is not God's fault. Yeah. But to look at your own life and say, where's the tree of life that God's calling me to? Mm -hmm. What is this journey that God's calling me to? Well, and when you look at it, Jesus, you know, the tree of life, Jesus calls himself life. He is the tree of life. He yes. is the tree of life. Right. So it represents Jesus. And here's the cool part. When we say, you know, God caused all this. No, God's the only one who sent the answer for it. Mm-hmm. We messed it up. He came himself. That's the beauty of what Jesus did. That's why we call it good news. Mm-hmm. You know, God himself came to fix it. Out of love. Out of love. Yep. So, so we say, you know, where is God? When there's so much pain in the world oh he came he was the only one who was willing to come and take care of it mm-hmm. he entered the world that we created through our choice that's true and he brought healing mm-hmm. through himself yep and that's the thing we have to remember we say where is god 
well, he's here now because he sent his Holy Spirit to be with us in this world because of what Christ did on the cross. That's right. And so the power of that really does manifest itself in our pain mm -hmm. because he's with us. That's why the Holy Spirit's called the comforter. Mm -hmm. You know, he will comfort us, meaning we're going to have troubles. We're going to have trials. Yes. That's the, the way our world is. But God's the only one who sent someone himself to be the answer, to give us an answer. Yes. I'm, man, that's so good. Golly, I don't even know how to, <laughs> how to say that back to you because it's just so insightful. God's presence, his presence in the midst of pain is what makes the difference. Yeah. And we have to remember that God's presence is not a feeling. That's, a, mm -hmm. that's an important perspective that that's I want true. people to remember. Yeah. Just in the same way, like a marriage isn't just romantic feelings. Mm -hmm. A marriage has a lot more than just a date time. You know, yeah. there's, there's yeah. the practical elements of life. But in the same way, our relationship with God is not just the emotional high of, man, I'm just so happy. I just, yeah. man, you love me. Yeah. You know, sometimes there are days where you don't feel much. Mm -hmm. And that's okay because... Our relationship with God is not based on our feelings. Mm -hmm. It's based on the deep commitment, the deep love, the the salvation that we're even living is an evidence of God's love. Yeah, all of these things can kind of give us some stability mm -hmm. in the midst of our grief. Yeah, yeah, and we can understand that it grieves God. Yeah, the pain that's in our true. world, very true. The hurt in our mm -hmm. world. You know, if you lose somebody to like we did to cancer. Mm -hmm. That pains God. Mm -hmm. You know, He understands grief. That's why He gives us the emotions we have. That's why He gives us the support system. That's why He does all these things for us, mm -hmm. is to deal with that pain. And that's what Jesus did. And that's what, it's It's not something that, oh, it, He's just going to take it away from you. Right. No, He's going to be with you mm -hmm. as you walk through that process. Yes. And that's the beauty of it, is you don't have to go through it by yourself. Yeah, you don't have to go through it by yourself. And I, in a weird way, it develops you in a way that easy times can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that's true. When we walk through tough seasons with the Lord, mm -hmm. He develops a strength in us that we didn't have before. I feel like a good illustration is working out. Mm -hmm. um, let's say it's your squat, you know, yeah. when you put heavier weight on bit by bit, that's yeah. what builds your strength. Yeah. And it doesn't mean, you know, you may have struggled at the beginning to do 30 pounds mm -hmm. and then you keep adding weight bit by bit and eventually you're lifting, you know, 150. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that the 30 pounds was lighter than it ever was. It's mm -hmm. still 30 pounds. Yeah. But there is a strength in you that has been developed that, yeah. Hey, well now that feels light. And in, a, in an odd way, grief and pain, God can even bring good out of that mm -hmm. to develop us to where the things that used to shake us to our core, yeah, now we have a stability that is not shaken by those things. Mm -hmm. And so keep in mind, you may not have an answer with grief, but the Lord is working behind the scenes and doing what he says in Romans 8, 28, that he uses all things for the good of those who love him. Yeah. And he can develop a richness in your relationship with him. Yeah. That could not occur without that. 
Well, it's like, I mean, going through the loss of your mom, you know, it's something I would choose not to do. Yeah, me, me too. But, you know, coming up four years, and it's one of those things when you look back over the four years, I see the growth. Yep. I see the change. Yep. You know, would, would I choose to go through this? No. 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 But I see the change even within me mm-hmm. to where in ways I see, okay, this is how God has grown me through this. Yep. These are the lessons I've learned through yep. this. And you just, I mean, for me, there's a, there's a faithfulness. You see mm-hmm. that God, he was there when I was crying, when I was yelling at him, mm-hmm. when I was laying in bed by myself mm-hmm. thinking, what am I going to do when I'm having to do everything that your mom was so good at doing, mm-hmm. you know, keeping the checkbook and all these things that she was miss meticulous. Where's every penny? Mm-hmm. I hate that. Mm-hmm. But I had to learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those things you just see, you know, he really was with me, yeah. even though I didn't feel him. Yeah, it's so true. And I guess an illustration I've heard before, people say relationship with God's a lot more like a crock pot than it is a microwave. Mm-hmm. That slow, hour by hour, breaking down of yeah. the food in a crock pot yeah. makes the flavor so much more rich yeah. than a, a quick point. microwave. Mm-hmm. And, and in a way, that's kind of how God walks us through growth and mm-hmm. he walks us through grief to where there, I can say for myself over these past four years, which have been the most painful yeah. of my life mm-hmm. by far. Yeah. It's not even a competition. Yeah. They, it's, I've had more struggles inwardly than I've ever had in my life. Yeah. But there is a sweetness to the presence of God and, mm-hmm. and a a love that is more purified and genuine inside of me for the Lord and for people. Exactly. I'm way more compassionate to people yep. than I was, man. Yeah. And that took walking through this. It does, because you, you look at people differently. You look at life differently. Yes. You know, my idea of success, my idea of 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 triumph and all that yeah. it's a whole lot different now yep you know and it's it's because i've learned i've mm-hmm. grown and and i think it's i've become richer in that it doesn't mean i would choose to go through this again no but you see how god even uses the hard things mm-hmm. um to make things better yeah and i think one of the things i, I really think we should cover before we finish is the importance of the community that God gives us to walk through this together. Yes. The church has a place mm-hmm. to help you walk through your season of grief. Yep. The friendships, you know, like even before your mom got sick, there was a Tuesday morning Bible study. I've talked about it before I would go to. And it wasn't really, it was just kind of a small group. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes we did the Bible, sometimes we did other stuff. We just talked. Mm-hmm. And that became such a lifeblood for me for years, mm-hmm. going through the, the struggle after I lost your mom. And and that was it was probably about a five year time we did that group. And different people would come in and out, but there was a few main ones. Mm-hmm. But that was a community that really sometimes helped me just get out of bed yeah. and go do something. Yeah. And and that's where just going to church. Like I didn't want to go to church after your mom passed, because it was the church we went to and everything. 
but I knew I needed to go and be around people. Mm-hmm. And even though I went for a time, I went late and left early, so mm-hmm. I didn't have to really talk to a lot of people, it still was something good for me. It got me out of the house. It got me doing. And I think we have to understand that that's what the church is about, mm-hmm. is that community for the hard times. It is. It's for the hard times. And it just, in, in, in the same way, it makes life richer. It does. Uh, you get support in the tough times, but it's also like when you've walked through junk like that with a friend Mm -hmm. that friend is a good friend yeah and you your guys's friendship is much deeper than it Mm -hmm. was yeah i mean i can't tell you how many times i text you i text josh Mm -hmm. i text trey christian a couple different guys i had on my list that at night whenever i would get super anxious yeah i would text you guys yeah i'd be like hey please be praying for me Mm -hmm. even something as small as that and like seeing the texts that say hey man believing with you hey yeah. man here for you hey man believe in that god's gonna bring something i still do that do that to this day yeah um and i'm glad mm-hmm. because i've learned that it's not shameful to have those weaknesses and face them and walk through yeah. them with prayer and with friends like it's such an important habit well that's what community is for and that's the thing you know if i was to say a main thing of this one is that you know God gave us a community to walk through our grieving and mourning with. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do it by ourselves. No. It's not even best for us to do it by ourselves. No, it's very painful. Yeah. So let's do a, a final rapid fire. Okay. Because even if we have to make the question and answer section shorter, yeah. Uh, I really think this is an important point. Can you give us some, some rapid fire tips for dealing with emotions? Um, when it comes to our faith, when it comes to life with God. Yeah, um, yeah. Just yeah, how, do, how do we navigate those emotions? Um, I think understand a couple things. One, God created emotions, and there's a purpose to them. Right. So the sadness you feel, the crying that you do, all those emotions of you struggling sometimes during your loss, that's from God. In fact, those emotions help you deal with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's easy, but like they've shown study after study that when you cry, you actually are releasing stress from your body. There's all kinds of great things that happen to you when you cry. They bring healing. They help us cope. The thing you don't want to do is think that God doesn't want you to be emotional or have emotions. Now, you may not be as emotional as other people, and that's where you want to understand who are you. Mm -hmm. You may not be a big crier. And you don't have to feel guilty if you're not a huge crier. No. No, you don't. And you just want to find those things that help you walk through that. Yep. Yep. And that's where your emotions are there to help guide you. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes there'll be things like, I'll just give a quick story. Right after mom passed, we went out to Texas for a few days. Um, I think, were we taking Katie back to school? I don't remember what we were doing. And and we just said, let's get away for a couple days. Mm -hmm. And we're in the car and y'all started playing a song by John Mayer. Yeah. You know, I still feel like your man. And I started crying Mm -hmm. like crazy. Mm -hmm. And because the song just impacted me. Mm -hmm. But it gave me the thought of I'm going to build a playlist of songs that when I feel that pent up, I need I need to release some emotion. That playlist was gold for me. Mm -hmm. I still have it. Mm -hmm. And that song's on there. And there's some other ones that came up that I thought of. 
And that was just my way of figuring out what do I do with some of these emotions when I have it? And I think that's something that that's something God gives us that as we listen to the Holy Spirit, he'll guide us on why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? Like I know people I've talked to who they go for walks Mm -hmm. and that really helps them process everything. You know, that's that's one for me. Yeah. Writing. Mm -hmm. Writing and writing. I did a bunch of journaling, just writing things out, not to read, not to give to anybody, just for me. And some of the journaling, it was, okay, God, I hate this. I'm not real happy with you right now. Why did you do this to me? I I put it all out on Mm -hmm. paper and brought it to him that way. And that really helped me process through it and work through those emotions. Yes, yes. And I think in the same vein, when those emotions do hit you randomly, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. Um, literally two days ago, uh, Emily showed me a video, and it's you, as a listener, you, you've probably seen it. It's very popular on like Facebook and Instagram, and it's of this guy. I think he was an African man, and he mm-hmm. was meeting his brother for the first time in like three years, mm. and he ne- he hadn't seen his mom in ten years. Oh wow! And his mom was hiding behind the door, and when she came out he just fell to the ground and he was he turned into like a little kid he was like mama oh and i haven't seen it oh Oh. it it hit me and i started crying yeah and uh it was uncomfortable for me and i did stop after the video was done (laughs) but but it it was like a it just triggered it because i was like one day i'm gonna be able to do that to my mom in heaven Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and it hit me so hard and i did not i didn't see that coming yeah it was emily just saying like oh look at this video uh but you don't have to hate those moments you don't have to be afraid of them you don't have to run away from them yeah they can be healing yeah and i think that's where you don't want to run from your emotions god gave us emotions and he helps us navigate them as we walk through it you know when we talk about community again i would say find some people like i went to a support group and it was the most awkward support group in the beginning it was almost all older ladies they're the first <laughs> one i went to yeah and you know it was just so awkward when i went in but boy i loved it mm-hmm. and i still go today in fact i helped lead the discussion in it today mm-hmm. um, because it just meant so much to me I want to help other people as they walk through that Mm -hmm. because I would go and sometimes I would say something, sometimes I wouldn't, but it just hearing other people's story, you didn't feel alone. Mm -hmm. And, and I would say that's the biggest thing. Find uh, maybe a support group, find someone you can talk to. Um, The place I went to does the support group, but they have free counseling for people who are struggling, just anyone in the community. Mm-hmm. And so those there's opportunities and options are out there. Yeah. And I would say take advantage. Don't don't be prideful. Don't think it means you're weird. It's almost like going to a trainer to work out. If you've never been to a gym before, don't just show up and think you know what you're doing. <laughs> True. Get a trainer. Yep. When you're going through emotions and maybe you haven't been the most emotionally healthy person in the world, yeah. get some help. Yes. It's really and and you say, "Well, where is God in that?" God's right there with you. Because there may be things in your life he wants you to deal with that you can deal with because of that. Yeah. Um, I just, this came to my mind, so I wanted to look it up with what you were saying. Yeah. This says four common reasons we don't ask for what we need. One, we don't actually know what we need. Two, we grew up not having our needs met, so we think it's pointless to ask. Three, we worry that we'll come off as needy or high maintenance. 
or four, we struggle to be vulnerable with others. Mm-hmm. I feel like that list very much applies to me. It does. And so watch out for those four things. If you start yeah. thinking, well, I've already talked to them a couple of times about the fact that I'm dealing with this. I can't mm-hmm. do it again. I don't want to be high maintenance. Yeah. Ignore that and be real. Yeah. Uh, because you have to. It not okay. You don't have to. You should. It's good mm-hmm. for you. It is life giving. Yeah. And so don't be afraid of that. Yeah, and you give God the opportunity to work in you. Mm-hmm. And there's people out there who will pour into you. Yes. And help you walk through this process. Mm-hmm. You want to find the ones who who can, but there's a community out there. Even if it's just people who say, hey, I'm praying for you. Man, mm-hmm. that means a ton. Yes. It just does. They don't have to have all the answers. They don't have to understand. Mm-hmm. You just say, hey, I need prayer. Mm-hmm. Got you, bro. Yes. That's, that's good enough for me. Yeah, me too. Because you don't feel alone. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, speaking of not being alone, if you guys have any questions when it comes to the grief journey, mm-hmm. if you have anything you would like us to dive deeper more into, yeah. we want to be able to do that. So please, please send your questions to the Hey Dad podcast on Instagram or to our email at questions at heydad.us. Literally the only reason we are doing this podcast, besides the fact we love talking about deep things, which yeah. is a reality, <laughs> um, we want to help. Mm-hmm. We want to help you guys. Yeah. Uh, whether that's through grief specifically or any kind of pain uh, or even just something you're confused about or struggling with doubts mm-hmm. in your faith, we want to be there for y'all. So please send us any questions and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for joining us on the Hey Dad Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, subscribe so you don't miss any new content. We'd also love for you to rate and leave a review and help us get the word out to more people. If these talks are making your life better, we ask that you share them with someone else. If you have any questions for us or anything going on in your life you want an opinion on, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at questions at heydad.us or send us a message on our Instagram page at the Hey Dad Podcast. Join us next week. I have a chair waiting for you.